This is Alive with Joseph. We're looking at fights, the good fight of faith. And we have been looking at days since Sunday last week. And tonight, it's fight the good fight of faith number five. Let's read. As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. This was Jesus Christ speaking to us here, speaking to his disciples. He says, I want to show you the life of a person who comes to him, hears his words and does them. And he said that that person is like a man who builds his house and digs deep, lay the foundation of the house on a rock. So Jesus is likening a person who hears and does what he has said as a man who has laid the foundation of their house deep, dug deep and laid that foundation on a rock. And he said here that when the violent flood arose and beat violently upon the house, he said it could not shake it, not even collapse it. It could not shake it. That he is to say when challenges come during the course of the year, it cannot shake it. When sickness and disease attacks that person, it could not shake him. When the challenge came against her, it could not shake her. When trouble came, it could not shake him. When sudden fear and attacks that could have shaken him come, it couldn't shake him. Why? Jesus said, for it was well built or it was founded upon a rock. Verse 49, Luke chapter 6, I read again, it says, but the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice, is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Now, this is Jesus Christ speaking about two different, two categories of people. Listen, friends, what this Alive Camp meeting is, is you digging deep and building the foundations of this year on a rock. These times of prayer and fasting, you are like a man digging deep into the ground, laying the foundations of this year into a rock. Now, this scripture, you must understand Jesus talking about two categories of people. Over the years, this scripture have always been used in teaching non-Christians, in talking about non-Christians. But that is not correct because this scripture is not talking about non-Christians. This scripture is talking about two kinds of people, two categories of people who have heard the word, who have heard the word. Listen, friends, the non-Christian has not heard the word. So Jesus wasn't addressing them in the context of these verses. You, he said here, you are building the house of your life. So he's talking about two different categories of people who have heard the word. Listen to me, friends. In the times in which we are in, you 
are building the house of your life every day. You have been building it now in the last 11 days. Today is the 11th day. You have been building the house of your life. You are building it with words. You are building it with the scriptures you have been receiving. You have been building it with prayer. Now, that is what Jesus was talking about here. They build the words of their life. They are building their destiny and he said these two kinds of people one built on a rock another one built on a sandy ground on a sinking ground hallelujah and listen friends do you know that every day you are building your life every day you build your destiny with words with what you speak with the things you do now can i ask you this how did you get to where you are today how did you get to where you are today? You got to where you are today by the words you heard and put to practice. You got to where you are today by the thoughts that came to you and you acted upon it. You got to where you are today not by mistake. Even if you thought you got to where you are today by mistake, you didn't get here by mistake. You got to where you are by these following things, by the words you heard and put to practice by the thoughts that came to you and you acted upon it. That was how you got to where you are today. And you will get to where you will be tomorrow by the words you're hearing today and practicing and the thoughts that are coming to you that you are putting into practice so let's let's establish quite another a couple of more things here in that same verse 49 he said that this other man heard the word but does not put them into practice and he's like a one who had beauties out on the ground without a foundation. He said the moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and his destruction was complete. He said the storms came, beat the house and the house collapsed. Listen friends, storms will come this year and we have already seen storms all over the place. But he said the reason why this man's house collapsed, it wasn't because, you know, he was a bad person. It wasn't because he was a wicked man. The reason why his house collapsed when the storm came was because of the foundation that was not available. That is to say, friends, even though these two men were Christians, these two men were believers, they were hearing the word, they were always hearing the word, they heard the same thing, but the difference between them is, one put it into practice, another did not put into practice. That is to say, one heard and practiced what they heard, another one heard and did not practice what they heard. Now, because of lack of practice, when the storms came the storms were able to take down the one who didn't practice what they have heard child of God I've been teaching you now in the last 11 days today is the 11th day every day don't just hear and not put into practice everything you have been hearing take them go put them into practice and when you put them into practice Jesus said that you are like a man who is 
putting the foundations of their house on a rock when the storm will come by the reason of your practicing what you have heard you are able to survive the storm many don't survive the storm not because their own storm is bigger than another person's storm it is simply because the word they heard that was supposed to cushion them in the midst of the storm they did not put those words into practice as a result when the storm came and beat them currently they were not able to withstand the heat of the storm because they did not put the word they have heard into practice hallelujah so this is it friends the difference is one built on the rock he dug deep he dug deep that's what you have been doing these 14 days that's what we're doing these 14 days you have been doing it in the last 10 days today's 11 day you have been digging deep and you're building on the rock what was the rock the doing and the practicing of god's word the rock is the doing and the practicing of god's word what you are doing now is digging deep to plant on the rock what is the rock the rock is you taking what you have heard and go and do and go and practice hallelujah so the doing and the practicing of god's word is the rock so both of them had the word the difference was one did the word that they heard the other didn't do the word that they heard it is not enough to hear friends you must do what the lord has been saying to you so the foundation was doing of the or doing the doing of the of the word of god that they have heard so that tells me friends you can actually tell if your life will be a success or a failure how by you looking at the word of god you are doing you don't need anybody to prophesy to you how 2021 will look like you don't need anybody to tell you prophesy to you how the future is going to be like you can tell where you are going from you can tell where you are going to out from when you look at the context of these verses you are able to tell where you will be tomorrow because where you will be tomorrow is going to be as a result of the word of god you are practicing today and i've made up my mind that i will do the word of god this year and i know you too have made up your mind that you're going to do god's word this year amen hallelujah so he said when you do the word of God, when the streams of opposition comes against you, you are able to survive. When you are a practicing Christian, when you are a word practitioner, you can be able to tell that you will win every battle irrespective of the streams of opposition that may come against you. When you are a practicing Christian, <laughs> when you are a word practitioner, you're hearing, you're doing, you're hearing, you're doing, you will be able to tell how your tomorrow will look like because friends, you have planted your foundation on a rock. No matter the storm, no matter the opposition, no matter the battle, you are able to come out victoriously. Why? Because you have practiced the word of God that you have heard. Give Jesus praise. Listen to what Apostle James says. 
says, listen to what Apostle James said to us in James chapter 1 verse 25. He said, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, talking about the word of God, and continuing in it, he looks and continuing in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. Hi. He calls doing the word of God work. He calls, he likened doing the word of God work. He said, a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. Child of God, I came to tell you tonight, whatever you do this year, you shall be blessed in the name of Jesus. Whatever you do this year is blessed in the name of Jesus. That career is blessed in the name of Jesus. That business is blessed in the name of Jesus. Your family is blessed in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest amen. How? Why, why is the man blessed? Because he is not a forgetful hearer. He is a doer. Come on, declare, I am a doer. Boldly declare, I am a doer. Type it in capital letters and declare, I am a doer. Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. So you will have to practice everything the word of God says this year. This is one year you can't afford not to be a practicing Christian. This is one year you can't afford not to be a word practitioner. You have to be a practicing Christian this year. The year of the days of being an observant Christian are over. This is one year as you hear, you do. As you hear, you do. As you hear, you do. You know, I've come to discover, you know, in the legal industry, you can be a practicing lawyer and you can also be a lawyer that is not practicing. And you can compare a practicing attorney to an attorney that is not practicing. Because by the reason of consistent court cases, the practicing attorney becomes better. Listen, friends, the more you do, the more victory you gain. The more you do, the more you rise higher. The more you do, the more you enjoy marvelous hell. That is why this year, you don't just do the word on Monday and on Tuesday you stop. No. You do on Monday, you do on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That is, you are practicing the word every day. Every word you hear from our mouth, every word you receive from, from the Bible, you do them because the more you practice doing the word, the more you are firmly establishing yourself on the rock. And when the battle comes, you don't have to look for scriptures. When battle comes, the scriptures are already buried on the inside of you. And you are able to, with the scriptures on the inside of you, navigate the battle and enjoy the victory that belongs to you. Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. You will be constantly producing more victories and more opportunities for yourself by knowing more of what God's word says and by doing more of what God's word says. Listen, friends. This is a very sad thing I'm about to say now. Listen to this. The more ignorant you are, 
the more ignorant you are, the less of God's word you are going to practice. And the less of God's word you are going to practice, the less victories you are going to have. Irrespective of the prophetic word that has gone forth. So that is why if you expand your knowledge of God's word, you are increasing and creating more opportunities for yourself to be victorious. That is why this year, you must bury yourself in God's word. You must plant yourself in God's word. Don't let a day pass you by without you planting yourself in God's word. Because for you to be able to fight the good fight of faith, you must have the word of God on the inside of you. Remember? Remember what I said when I started on the series? Familiarize yourself with the word of God. Familiarize yourself with the word of God. Acquaint yourself with the word of God. Marry the word of God. Because the more you know, the more you do. And the more you do, the more victories, the more opportunities, the more open doors, the more breakthroughs you are able to create for yourself. Hallelujah. Go with me to the book of... First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. Let's look at another line of thought. Let's look at another line of thought in First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. It says, this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. Let's look at the good news translation. Good news translation puts it this way. Timothy, my child, I entrust to you this command, which is in accordance with the words of prophecy spoken in the past about you. Words of prophecies were spoken in the past about him. He now said to him, use those words as weapons in order to fight well. Hey, you can't fight well without using the word as a weapon. The word of God is your weapon in the midst of every battle. So Paul said to Timothy, use those words as weapon. Use the word of God as weapon so that you can fight well. Take with you that personal word, that the now word, the rhema word that God has given to you. Take that rhema word so that you can be able to fight well. Take it with you. Don't leave it behind because the only guarantee you have for victory in the midst of battle is the word that you are fighting with. So mightily grew the word of God and it prevailed when you sit with the word. It prevails over every battle. It prevails over every challenge. So Paul said to Timothy, for you to be able to fight well in 2021, for you to be able to fight well in January, in February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. For you to be able to fight well in that business. For you to be able to fight well over your career. For you to be able to fight well in keeping your marriage intact. For you to be able to fight well in keeping the sanity of your children. For you to be able to fight well in keeping your health to align with divine health and healing. For you to be able to fight well he said 
take the word of God because when you take the word of God you are able to fight and you don't just fight you fight well the Bible says so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth it will not return back void it will accomplish and achieve the purpose for which it was sent out for when you take the word the word of God it has a return ticket it will return with testimonies it returns with victories it returns with breakthroughs so Paul said to him take the word of God Joseph is saying to you tonight take the word of God so that you can be able to fight well in 2021 give Jesus praise tonight hallelujah boldly declare I take the word of God and I use it to fight well type it in the comment section on my behalf declare say I take the word of God and I use it to fight well give Jesus praise hallelujah let me show you another line of thought James 1 verse 26 James chapter 1 verse 26 it says if anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart this one's religion is useless he says if you think that you're religious you don't bridle your tongue he said you are deceiving your own heart you are deceiving your own and your religion is vain he says if you say you're religious and you don't bridle your tongue your religion is useless how do you bridle your tongue you may ask pastor how do i bridle my tongue this is how you bridle your tongue you bridle your tongue by making your tongue say what it ought to say by making your tongue say what it ought to say there is you must understand that what you ought to say must come from the word of God. So you bridle your tongue by saying what you ought to say from God's word. You know, there's so much religious concepts. Whereby when they say, don't talk anyhow. What they're simply telling you is, don't use curse words on people. Or don't speak arrogantly to people. Or don't use vulgar words on people. And that is about what, you know, the religious concept about don't talk anyhow or about you talking right. But there is much more about talking right than just not using curse word. Your mouth, listen friends, was given to you primarily to create your life. Your mouth was given to you, your tongue was given to you to create your life where you are today is the life you created with your mouth yesterday and where you will be tomorrow is going to be by what your mouth is creating today your mouth was not given to you for eating it was not given to you for conversation primarily your mouth was given to you for something greater and much more important and that is for creation declare say my mouth has been given to me for creation declare it again say my mouth has been given to me for creation your mouth was given to you for creation understand friends that your whole life 
is a sum total of what has come out of your mouth. Your whole life is a sum total of what has come out of your life. And also listen, your whole life is in your mouth. Your mouth controls your life. Where your life will go is going to be as a result of where your mouth has gone. Your life cannot go in the opposite direction of your mouth. That is why, friends, when people see their life going in certain direction, the first area you need to check is not to check which, 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 which is after you. It is not for you to check if your mother-in-law is after you. No. The first area you need to check when your life is going opposite of what you desire is your mouth. What have you been saying? What have you been saying consciously? And what have you been saying unconsciously? Why? Creation has been put in your mouth. That is why the scripture says we are like God, our Father, who called those things that be not as though they were. That is to say, friends, if you want to see prosperity tomorrow, your mouth must begin to create it today. If you want to enjoy peace tomorrow, your mouth must begin to create the peace today. You don't just stumble into peace. You don't just wake up and you have peace. No. You enter into peace first of all with your mouth. That is why when your mouth arrives in victory, no matter the opposition surrounds you, you will ultimately arrive in victory. Why? Your mouth has taken you there irrespective of the opposition. If you do not Take your tongue in the direction you desire to see your life. You will watch your life waste. And that is why it is necessary you bridle your tongue. According to James chapter 1 verse 26. Hallelujah. That is why when I started teaching last week. When the Holy Ghost comes on you. When the new wine is upon you, you speak. Because speaking is creation. Every time you talk, you are creating. Every time you speak, you are creating. That is why you need to consciously, you need to be intentional this year. This is one year that you must be intentional in creating. You must be intentional in creating. Because whatever you say, you shall have it. Hallelujah. Pause and think. <laughs> Pause and think. The Bible describes, go with me to James chapter 3. James chapter 3. The Bible describes a perfect man this way. Look at how the Bible describes a perfect man. James 3 verse 2. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, did you hear that? If you do not stumble in word, you are considered a perfect man. A perfect man is not the man that has the biggest Bible. 
A perfect man is described as a man that does not stumble in words. And all, and he said here, he is a perfect man able also to bridle the whole body. He says, if you want to know a perfect man, or if you want to know a man that is perfect, he says, he does not stumble in words. And by him not stumbling in words, he's able to bridle the whole body. So you know a perfect man from his tongue. As long as many Christians keep talking the way they do, they will always be far from marvelous help. They will always be far from redemption realities. Listen friends, you cannot talk anyhow this year. Irrespective of the things that are happening. Irrespective of the things that is being spread all over the place. You cannot talk anyhow. And many Christians are where they are today. Not because God lied. Simply because of the things that they are saying. Many have talked their life to a standstill. Many have spoken sickness over their lives. To the point whereby their life is full of all kinds of infirmities. And the Bible says, no one in Zion will say, no one in Zion will say, child of God, even if you're sick, don't ever open your mouth to say, rather declare, I am healed. Are you denying the fact? No, you are not denying the fact. You are only calling healing that you are not seeing into existence. No one in Zion will say, the book of Zechariah, no, the book of Isaiah 33, 34. Message translation. Look for it. Look for it. You can Google it and put for me. Thank you. He said, no one in Zion will say, I am sick. Best of all, they will all leave guilty free. Nobody who hears my word and does them that as a foundation of the rock should say, because friends, whatever you say, you shall have it. This year, refuse to agree with with your be with your situation refuse to agree with your challenges when you are going through a battle declare victory when you are going through sickness declare healing when you are going through any challenge declare your testimony listen friends even as you take that medication as you put the medication in your mouth declare i am healed because you should not say what you don't want to see you should not say what you don't expect to see whatever you say you shall have so he said no one in Zion will say so this year don't say if you don't want to see it if you don't want to see it don't say it if you don't want to see it don't say it if you don't want to see it don't say it if you don't want to see it don't say it type it for me if I don't want to see it I will not say it type it if i don't want to see it i will not say it hallelujah amen glory to god so listen as i close you tonight the word of god is so simple you can keep going from one level of victory to another from success to another you can keep having joy upon joy victory upon victory every day of your life irrespective of the challenges how by doing what you have heard and by saying what you want to see by saying what you want to see amen were you blessed tonight 
Lift your voice and give Jesus praise tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening. We believe you were blessed by the word. For more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Ngogocha. Till next time, God bless.